Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Sam. Are you ready? I am ready. My eyes are welling for some reason. Oh, my God, already. Wow. <laughs> That's a record. I'm excited to spend some time with you. Okay. <laughs> Stuck at the office or traffic jam. Time to take it easy with Alyssa and Sam. Is that show you know? A Okay, um, so today, why don't you introduce the topic? I feel like okay. it's your like time to shine. Thank you. Uh, today, let me kick my mic a little bit. <laughs> we are talking about living with our partners, and we wanted to go like way back, like to the first, the first partner we lived with, because I started living with partners when I was like sixteen. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, I started living with my first partner when I was eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just thought that it would be an interesting, <laughs> interesting, that's so interesting. I just thought it would be an interesting topic because when, I was quite young, obviously, when my first boyfriend moved in, so I clearly wasn't prepared for that, but I think that there's so much to learn about living with a partner. Oh, my, like, you you think you understand your relationship, you think you understand yourself and, like, your needs until they move in and you're like, oh, fuck. yeah. It's like a completely different freaking ball game. Yeah. And even like roommates, like we can touch on roommates too if you feel like it, but there's just such a difference between like being a friend and then having a friend there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that like I thought because um, when I moved in with my first, he wasn't my first boyfriend. When I moved in with the first person that I lived with, um, I had had a boyfriend before him that like I had over all the time, like all the fucking time. Um, he was like always at my house, sun up to sundown kind of thing. And so I felt like when I move in with a partner, it's going to be the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I've spent ample time with people. Like it's going to be fine. Completely fucking different. Oh yeah. Um, and I think like the biggest thing with that is that it's like, even if you see someone all the time, it's sort of like they're containing like they're like maybe like bad habits, bad moods and stuff like that, because they know they're going to go back to their house at some point Yeah, to kind of like let let steam or whatever you know <laughs> but like when it's like that's their home that's their place where they like unwind and like relax and all that kind of stuff then you do see like every side of them and a lot of times that's that ain't pretty yeah I actually lived in a we'll get into it but I lived in an apartment with four people one time fuck that noise in Edmonton we lived in in B block dude yeah one of my um one of my boyfriends lived in, in a uh, like house with I think there was like five guys or something like that and it was, oh, the pubes. Like, it was so <laughs> disgusting in that house, dude. It was fucking grimy. And, like, I'm not really, like, a huge clean freak. Like, I like things to be organized. And, like, I like to, like, clean things, like, here and here and there. If it's, like, my space especially. But, like, I, he was, like, at um, a class one day. And I, like, actually started, like, cleaning parts of his house. Because I was, like, this is horrific. Who was this boyfriend? One, two, three, four, or, well, not Matt, obviously. Three. Dude, yeah, I was grimy as fuck. <laughs> and these are all like spoiled ass rich kids too. Like yeah. you could tell these motherfuckers grew up with cleaners. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
gross. Yeah. I'm never going to, like, think about him the same now. Not yeah. that I think about him. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what? I'm, like, just sitting around thinking around my third boyfriend every now and again. <laughs> um, Memories. So, yeah. Maybe let's take it back to your first, um, your first move-in. Like, how did it happen? What was your initial thoughts? Like, this is what I'm interested in, because I actually don't know a whole lot about you, like, living with partners. Mm. I know that you have, obviously, but I didn't know, like, the ins and outs. Did you, like, were you one of those people who put on your, like, put on a show at first? Ooh, I can't remember this so long ago now. Um, I'm sure I did. Like, I think that when I, I, I know for sure with, like, um, the person I was dating before, Matt, I, like, would still go to bed with, like, full makeup on and stuff like that. And I had bad, like, bad skin when I first started dating, dating that person. So that kind of stuff, like, I, I didn't want him to see me without makeup and shit like that. And, like, I wore colored contacts at the time and I was, like, embarrassed to wear, like, normal contacts. Really? Yeah. And those contacts, like, fucked my eyes right up, too. Like, they made them so dry for Were some Were they the reason. brown ones? No, they were, like, super light blue. Mm. Um, but uh, maybe with him. But, like, the first person that I lived with, um, I don't know. He was such a, like, bizarre partner because he was really, like, like, he would kind of, like, shame me for certain things. So I think that, like, I wouldn't necessarily wear as much makeup around him because he didn't like it and he'd kind of, like, point it out and stuff. Um, but I pretty much just, like, he, he, like, completely led the way. So everything that I thought living with a partner would be or like what I would like about it or what I wouldn't like about it it's like I didn't it's almost like I didn't even like have a chance to like have an opinion on any of it because it was just like he was so like what he said went basically right so I like never left the house never like I was in um makeup school at the time so it would have been nice like I I had just moved to a new city it would have been nice to like you know make friends with the people I was going to school with and they were like all really nice people and um it wasn't like a weird competitive thing for the most part so but but I never went out with him because he kind of was like weird about shit like that and I honestly like I, I had such low self self-esteem as well from being with him that like I didn't really feel like I had that like in me mm. um and even when you came to visit the one time that I was still living with that partner <laughs> it was even hard like you know like connecting with you in the same way especially like in the house because I was like I just feel so like not myself mm-hmm. um from being around this person like 24 7 and I have no um like no time away from him where like I can kind of like collect myself and right. and get back to me so I think that that's what was the hardest about that living with him for me at that time and, and I was I was young yeah I was 18 and and why did you guys move in together um so he was from the states and he was living in California when we first started like talking and I like dating um and he I had just moved into this apartment and I couldn't leave Canada obviously I was going to school and stuff like that and I was uh, also broke and um (laughs) he like came up to visit me one day and then um I went and visited him down in California um and then he fucking moved in (laughs) like literally like we we hadn't, hadn't known each other that long um and he moved in and my parents were like so like is he visiting is he living with you and I was like he's visiting but then it just like months went by and they were like he's visiting and I was like no <laughs> like and it just he's been visiting <laughs> yeah but um yeah he just like it was just like so sudden but he just was like this is what we're doing and I was like okay hmm. so he did it were you scared um I think I was like so enamored with him especially in the beginning that like I wasn't and then I was more scared when he was moving out because I was like I don't know how I'm gonna like do life without him yeah and like I think that it was almost to my detriment um to move in with a partner first before moving in by myself 
um, and like living like that for a while because I felt like I couldn't move back out without a partner. Right. Because you moved straight from your parents' house into that apartment with a roommate and then and he him. moved in. Yeah. 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 And he, he came like, cause I lived in that apartment alone, but I was with a friend still. Yeah. Um, for like a month. And then he moved in around the same time that my actual roommate moved in. Well, and that's the thing is like you're still moving out the first time. I know that a lot of our listeners are like our age. So you have been through it. But moving out the first time is like it's a whole it's crazy. Well, and it's so different from what you expect to like you can just like never anticipate even if you're like budgeting and trying to be smart. You can never anticipate how expensive it actually is because you move out and you think you have everything and then you go to the go to the washroom and you're like, oh, I don't have fucking toilet paper. Yeah. And then you go to wash your hands and you're like, I don't have hand soap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and laundry and stuff like that. Dishwasher detergent, like all that kind of like, it's just like brutal. Thanks, mom. Yeah, <laughs> truly, truly. Um, yeah. But what was it like for you? Because you were 16. Yeah. So I was also very, I don't even want to say enamored. I was like obsessed with my first boyfriend. Like it was the craziest like love, but un- like unhealthy even love as I've already said on the podcast. Um and he yeah <laughs> anybody who's just listening sam just took a drink of her icy icy water um <laughs> he had graduated before me we were only in high school together for one year um and then he graduated and his mom was basically like you need to like move out type of thing like basically right after he graduated and he wasn't prepared to do that and move my vote because they were like fighting or because she just felt like he was like an adult and needed to go i can't really speak on it because oh, yeah, okay. yeah but um but yeah, so basically he had to move out. And um, my mom throughout my life has been like a collector of strays. <laughs> um, we had people moving in and out all the time. Mostly my brother's friends. One of my friends like stayed with us for a long time. <clears throat> but she she kind of had like an open door policy, which was like, which speaks to like her empathy, but also like sometimes to the detriment. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, like our door was unlocked like basically 24 seven and people could just come and go as they liked. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, when I asked her if my boyfriend could move in, it, it was a little bit of a, a kind of like struggle because usually the people who moved in were like, um, it wasn't like a romantic thing. It was like a friend who needed help type of thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she said yes, obviously. And so he moved in when I was going into grade 11. And it was really interesting because, I mean, living with my partner for the first time was in my family home. <laughs> okay. And listen, my mom is, she's a good mom. Okay, you guys. Like she's, it's, she's just very loving and she wants to help everybody. Okay. She did pr- try to set boundaries and I broke them. <laughs> As kids will. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is like, it's not like yes that's like out of the norm to live with a partner at 15 but it's not like you were probably doing things out of the norm for 15 year olds do you know what I mean like um yeah so yeah I would have been 15 um but it was really interesting because I wasn't it it wasn't the same I feel as if I had like been an adult we were moving out into our own home together um and so he had his own bedroom at the time and my mom had put into place that uh I was only allowed we were only allowed to sleep in the same bed certain like amounts of time during the week I think it was like once a week or twice a week and that was really hard for me because what day was like your day it was like just it was whenever but it, it was you only choose one yeah for some reason I just thought of Wednesdays I don't know why I think she might have I would have to ask her I should have asked her um but I feel like it was on the weekends and Wednesdays was when I was allowed to yeah kind of like if like you know when uh, she gives you she gives you hump day she gives you the weekend <laughs> that's funny because that was my mom and my dad's separation agreement <laughs> 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, was he caught me on the weekends and on Wednesdays. Anyway, it, it was difficult for me because I wanted to spend all of this time with him, but he was like older than me, right? Like he had just graduated and um, he wanted to like be doing fucking graduated shit and I was yeah. going to grade 11. So um, I basically just stopped going to school to hang out with him because at night he would go out and like be with his like graduated friends and I would be alone and so I decided to start skipping school to not uh to to, like spend as much time with him as I could so that is probably the biggest thing that I found living with my first partner was that I just like I wanted to spend all of this time with him so I I literally like flushed my high school career down the drain by doing that and do you like I mean it's like probably hard to say but like do you wish that like either your mom hadn't allowed it or that like you hadn't like asked if he could come and stay with you? Yeah, I do. And I asked her one time why she allowed that to happen. And she said, because you would have moved out had I said no. And that's not true. But that was true for her Mm. because I was always such an independent person. And I literally, if I wanted something, I was doing it basically yeah and I think that had I had had she said no there's no way I would have moved out are you joking me I'm 15 (laughs) yeah but I think in her mind she was so scared because I was so fiercely independent that I would do that and then to her she was she was the same way with like parties and stuff like that she would always rather me have friends over than me go to somewhere else because then at least she knew what was going on yeah and I think it was the same thing it was like she would rather him be with us in a safe space than for him to find a house with other graduated people and me over there all the time doing god knows what yeah sort of thing so but yeah I mean I me knowing that I kind of wish that that hadn't happened because I really I mean who knows I could have gone down like a a questionable path anyway but I really was like a good kid in grade 10 and I had really good grades and I like was interested in my extracurriculars and stuff like that and then as I met this guy I moved down like a pretty dark trajectory yeah so I and I think that that was like perpetuated by the fact that we spent so much time together because I forced it (laughs) yeah it's kind of like like how are you not going to end up going down that path because like he had the friends that he had and he did what he did on like the weekends and stuff so like obviously you wanted to be around for every every moment of that yeah that's really hard yeah and and it was a little bit um it was hard too because I was so young and impressionable and now as I'm getting older and I'm obviously dating like older men not like oh (laughs) 40 year olds (laughs) now that I'm dating a 60 year old man I've really learned a thing or two but like I just I love I love dating as an adult it's so I could cry thinking about it it's just like so (laughs) accepting do you know what I mean like I got my eyebrows waxed one time and I was sitting at the kitchen table reading and he came in and he was like your eyes are like your eyebrows are all red and I was so embarrassed and it's like dating adults is so different like we all have fucking bodily functions we all you know what I mean like it's so comfortable whereas back then I was so young and so embarrassed about my body and like about just like all all of the things do you know what I mean yeah um that yeah it's so different it is and like it's so hard too because like there's you are so impressionable so you're so easily taken advantage of and not that that's like every single situation but there are a lot of times where that is the situation in young relationships because you you can kind of like mold your partner and also not like just my partner is being that way towards me but me also feeling like my own like I felt like my only option was to like try and manipulate them back kind Mm -hmm. of thing and try and like make them like feel bad for me so that they would do things differently or whatever shit like that like because I just was so young that I had no other way of like comprehending how to like deal with this shit right um 
yeah yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. it's it's sort of hard because like when you go from just being in a relationship to actually living together it's like you're you're fully immersed in that Mm -hmm. so it's a lot harder to like pull yourself away from bad situations i find as well because like you do rely on that person to some extent especially if you're not like in like your parents house because obviously yeah if things had really gone down like a, a certain path you could have been like mom i need you to kick this motherfucker out yeah exactly <laughs> but, like, with with my situation um i was kind of like not like estranged from my parents but we had a really like hard relationship while i was dating this guy um like as a direct result of that relationship mm-hmm. and um I I didn't feel like I could come to them even though like I knew I could I just didn't want to because I didn't want them to like think poorly about this guy because I knew that he was like not the greatest deep down um and I relied on him to be paying his part of rent I didn't have money to like freaking cover his costs and right. shit like that so it was sort of like how how am I going to leave this if I needed to like in my mind there was no exit yeah and and honestly if he hadn't moved out because he moved out like like middle of the week just like so like randomly kind of thing and if he hadn't moved out like I honestly have no idea where I would be like like I don't know that I would have actually had the ability to like leave him if he wasn't physically gone for me did you break up with him or did he break up with you I can't remember um I broke up with him but it was still something where like I had a hard time like fully moving on from him even though like the way that we broke up like wasn't like like it was it should have been done so easily kind of thing um but I still he just was he was so manipulative and he just like always like found a way into like your your life you know what I mean like he would want to Skype like when when he moved because he was living with me and then he moved back to the states and we were still like dating um and just like doing it long distance but like we would Skype like overnight like we would like turn on Skype to like talk to like go to bed kind of thing so it was like even when I was sleeping he was like still there constantly like you would sleep with Skype on yeah yeah and like it was just like non-stop like unrelenting like conversation like always keeping tabs kind of thing and so yeah. I think that that's the thing that was really hard is like I did feel like he was such a huge part of my life because he was everything literally everything to me like he was always there constantly on like just like in constant contact like he really I was so dependent that like I just don't know I'm I was like the like biggest blessing in disguise that he did move out because no kidding I cannot fucking imagine you were in deeper than I even thought with that guy oh dude it was so bad I knew it was bad but like that's uh yeah yeah that's a lot it was a lot so after after that ended when was the next time because you you moved back in with your parents after that apartment right yeah so he moved out very like haphazardly and then my other roommate um was going to be moving back to our hometown and so I couldn't like I couldn't afford shit anyways like Mm -hmm. I could barely afford to live there with like two other people living with me but I couldn't afford to live there by myself that was for sure so I had to move back with my parents and then I think um like I had said because I was so young when I moved in with him and I had never lived on my own I felt like I couldn't do it without a partner so I stayed living with my parents for like I think I was there like two years mm-hmm. or, or maybe three maybe three years I lived with them um because I didn't move back out until I met was with another partner yeah and how did that differ from living with the first one um I think that I got to experience like more of what I thought it would be like to live on your own kind of like you know being able to like go out and do whatever you want and not have to like tell someone when you're going to be back and shit like that because living with my first partner my not my first partner the first person I lived with mm-hmm. living with him was almost like I still had 
like someone to like report back to you know what I mean yeah um whereas with this partner like he was like a lot more like adventurous like he wanted to go out and do things all the time so we would go out and do lots of stuff and I think like in that it was um a really fun experience for me because we we just did a lot of different shit together um and so I think that was really fun but I think that was also um the time where like I really started to learn more about how I was as a partner and where like I needed to change things Hmm. um because when I moved into that apartment it was his apartment and he was super prideful of that apartment and it really really bothered me for a long time um because like it was sort of like his like thing like he would like want to invite people over to be like check out my sick apartment yeah um and it always really bothered me and so when I moved in because I worked from home and he didn't I was like well I need to like move this around and we need to take this down because I need to do this and I need to film here and I need to blah 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 and he was like okay okay and like I basically like changed around his entire apartment to be what I needed it to be as like a functional like work live space Mm -hmm. and um I knew that it like bothered him to some extent but he like never really spoke up about it but until I got my own apartment like completely on my own without a partner I didn't fully understand like how unfair that was because like I was in a space where like I was really proud of my place and I felt so comfortable and it was like exactly what I needed and I felt bad looking back being like wow like I literally like walked in there and like took his space and like his like comfort zone and made it mine yeah and like it wasn't fair and like that's the thing with like having a partner um and being fair about like that is that it is where they come to relax and unwind and you know do their hobbies and all that kind of shit and be comfortable and like safe and all that stuff and like it's important for your partner to feel like they have an area as well and like they have they have things that are respected and like if you guys are even in a small space that they have things up that inspires them that they like to look at and whatever even though it's shit that you like it maybe doesn't blend with a decor (laughs) dude I'm still so bad for that oh really yeah I mean there's like with Matt now we're obviously like very blessed we have like a fairly like decently sized house yeah so we're able to kind of have like rooms that you know Matt can have to himself and I can have to myself and stuff um so he's fine with the fact (laughs) that I like decorated most of the house because Mm -hmm. he has his spaces that are Mm -hmm. fully his own and I have nothing to do with them yeah he has two man caves yeah yeah so (laughs) um honestly his office is pretty fucking nice like I feel like he decorated it pretty nicely in there Ugh, you hate it oh my god (laughs) that is like freaking Ikea nerd mashup like that is like the worst shit I've ever seen like I if he would just commission me I could make the sickest office for him but whatever it's fine (laughs) he doesn't like believe in spending money on shit like that like he does not believe in like spending money on furniture I yeah I feel that do you though I do I believe in it but it when I had to get a new couch I was like (laughs) I know it it hurts I beg your pardon (laughs) it hurts but at the same time it's like you like live in this furniture every day so like if it's like a like a luxury you can afford it's like the best luxury yeah my wafer couch is (laughs) that's hurting she's sad she's that is you mean your plywood and (laughs) (laughs) foam covered with some questionable fabric listen okay (laughs) if if you're stepping to me that's where you sleep and they better know (laughs) that that's their exile (laughs) that is like them like contracting lifelong back problems (laughs) from like one mishap yep you better believe it (laughs) yeah um so for you when you moved in with your next partner after that was it hard for you because like maybe that wasn't the best experience or did you not really see it as a bad experience at that time oh good question thank you um I don't think I did see it as a bad experience at the time 
because I was so in love with him and mm-hmm. I wanted him there and I was excited that he was there. Uh, and he did end up moving out before I graduated anyway. And he got his own place and I was over there all the fucking time. Um, <laughs> so I guess my mom was a little bit right. But um, but no, I think moving in with my the, the second guy, he was actually my second real boyfriend too. Um, have I lived with all my boyfriends? No, um, <laughs> I have too many, but all the real ones, I mean, but also you moved around so much. I'm like, <laughs> like... <clears throat> um, yeah, like mo- living with him was a lot different because he, he was such a different type of person. And this guy was also extremely manipulative, very charming. Um, it was like a, it was a pretty like tumultuous relationship ultimately, but, um, he was a lot more, uh, what's like, when I speak about like dating people as an adult, he was more like that. Like things didn't gross him out. Like he wasn't weirded out by like normal stuff. And yet you wouldn't poop when he was home. Or pee. Well, I would pee, but like I would go because we had an ensuite and I didn't like, like I would make sure he wasn't in the room. Dude, I'm still fucking weird about it. Okay. I'm still weird about it. I still don't like it. I don't even, I peed just now and I didn't even like peeing with like you fucking right here. You're so weird. I am weird. Yeah. I'm a weird gal. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a lot it, it, he was a lot more accepting I guess but then when uh if he was drinking or something like that or if he was just in one of his moods then he would come at me mm-hmm. for stuff like one time he said that um I was uh like really sexy until I took my clothes off oh that one hit hard he say that that one hit really hard um and that one time he actually told me that <laughs> That's very mean. Yeah. Well, but he, that's what he did. He would find what... He would build you up to, like, tear you down. Yeah. And he would find something that he knew would really get you. Like, he wouldn't just say something that was even maybe true. He would find your insecurities and then, like, push the button. And he told me that one time that that's what he did to me. Hmm. And I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. I still didn't leave him after Thank that. You. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was just very different. We lived... I had moved provinces. <clears throat> I moved to Edmonton uh with another one of my girlfriends and then one of his friends there was four of us in the apartment uh it was actually a three it was a two plus den but it was small still like if you can imagine like cramming all of those bedrooms like side by side and then like a tiny living room that's what it was like um and then one of his other friends ended up moving into our um like it was like a pantry storage thing you could fit a single mattress in one there. of his other friends ended up moving into our pantry <laughs> and then his girlfriend would come to stay oh my god so there was six of us in there at some points I only lived there for eight weeks it felt like my entire fucking life dude I was it was so brutal like that I'm still blown, every time you fucking say that I'm still blown away I thought that was I like know. half a year minimum I know and Sam and I actually were talking during this time because Sam had gone to my mom and was like you need to go get her <laughs> so I was in a bad place I was like it yeah it was pretty bad but I did want to be around him but but what was so different was that it was our own space uh, among six people <laughs> us in the neighborhood yeah but it was hard because I had to start to learn that like these other people are bringing other people over and they don't really necessarily care that I work tomorrow or that I need to sleep yeah. or whatever and he would bring over people until like 4 a.m like he was into the party scene and stuff like that and so he would bring over people and they would be like going crazy he would one time I came home from work and he had invited our neighbors over and they were all having a party and I was like what is going on like it's crazy and that was something that I had to like learn was that when you share a space with somebody like you can't and and when you share a space with somebody and you're not in a healthy relationship yeah you can't always assume what you're walking into or you know that things are going to look the same or whatever and um 
yeah it was just it was so weird in that way yeah yeah. Matt when he first moved in, oh my god it was so fucking annoying uh Matt when he first moved in would like play video games until like 2 a.m but like our apartment wasn't that big so it was like loud as fuck and mm-hmm. he like screams at people on the internet like it's so brutal and and then like I'd be like can you fucking like come to bed for Christ's sake?" and then he would just do it on his laptop beside me in bed <laughs> I was like please kill me <laughs> like this yeah. is the worst you would watch freaking dota tournaments on like our tv like and be like blaring like lights like <laughs> beaming into my eyes while i'm trying to sleep it was the worst just a brief interlude here to thank our sponsor of this episode which is skillshare Skillshare is my shit, you guys. You know that I love Skillshare so much. Learning is so important to me. I find even, especially now, especially since I quit drinking, I have so much more time on my hands and I love utilizing that time to learn new skills. That sounds cheesy, (laughs) but I've been doing a lot creative wise and I love that Skillshare, if you guys don't know what Skillshare is, it's an online learning community. So it's a website you go to and they have thousands of different classes and different topics that you can learn from. And I've been utilizing my time to learn new skills. As you guys know, last year I was taking an American Sign Language class with Skillshare and this year I've decided to kind of transition my efforts into stuff that is really applying to my life right now. Right now. So I went on to Skillshare and I was looking at their recommended classes and I found one that was a productivity masterclass and I was like, okay, you guys, if you work for yourself, I just, there's no way to explain how unproductive you can be. <laughs> because nobody is holding you accountable it's all on you and I've really been struggling with that so I'm really excited to take this productivity masterclass. um the instructor is Thomas Frank and then I was continuing to look because I have no chill and I want to take everything ever and they have classes like iPhone photo editing and Instagram worthy photography like I'm so excited to take like my social media game (laughs) to the next level. I feel like it's so easy to take like the same pictures and whatever, but when you have the like tools in your toolbox to take like really cool pictures or like edit them in cool ways, it's just so awesome that there's a community out there where you can learn this stuff and learn it for like so cheap you know what I mean like trying to go to college and stuff like that for all of these things like it costs an arm and a leg and with Skillshare if you get the annual subscription it's less than ten dollars a month and you can take as many classes as you want and if you use our code so go to skillshare.com approachable you get two free months of a premium membership so that's two months you can try all of the classes you want for free and you just have to go to skillshare.com approachable because they are a proud sponsor of our podcast thank you so much skillshare <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that was like a pretty, I didn't live with a partner after that for a very, very long time. That was like a pretty bad experience, I will say. Were you nervous about like moving back in with someone after that, like feeling like you were going to be like too dependent then? Because like your first two partners were like sort of a thing where like you wanted to be with them all the time and that was like a big motivator in living together? Um, I remember telling that second partner when I had fallen in love with him that I I didn't want to fall in love again. I was like crying because we were fighting and I was like I did like I didn't want to do this like I didn't want to fall in love again and uh so I think for a long time I I like that partner as well um would tell me because we got back together and broke up for like 
years yeah. after I moved out. Um, and he would tell me that he broke me and that I was like heartless and like I had a heart when I met him and I didn't have one anymore and stuff like that because I had, I, I think like, not that I was broken, like that I couldn't be rebuilt, but I, I was fractured. Yeah. You know what I mean? From that experience. And so I had a really hard time like letting my guard down and for a, like after him and I actually broke up the last time, I, I didn't really let people in. And I was like, not the same. That was kind of like a, a really big changing point in my personality. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't live with somebody until, until Glenn. Wow. Yeah. I, I there were a couple where like, um, like the, uh, musician, uh, artist that I dated him and I, like I was at his house constantly. Like I like might as well. Yeah. I basically never left, but we didn't move in together. And then there was another guy who same thing. Like I went home like once a month, I think. Um, but I never like fully moved in. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think that I was ever fully like, like my heart was fully in it cause I was too scared to yeah. like let that go. And then, yeah, Glenn was the first person that I like felt safe enough with to like. And do you feel like that was to. like a real, like, do you feel like that was more in line with like what you kind of wanted to have like living with a partner looking like? Yeah. That was the first time that I was like, oh, okay, this is what it's like. So I like he started breaking down my walls and like what I was concerned about and my insecurities and stuff like that. Um, and we had like a pretty good division of chores and like he would go to the grocery store. I would go to the grocery store. Like it was, it was kind of what I had imagined like boy meets world type of situation. Like, yeah. like, Oh, this is what it's like. Just more of like a balanced actual, like it was a partnership. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't like me fiending for <laughs> their attention and craving their time type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Are you someone that, like, maybe not, like, based off, like, experience exactly because, like, the first two were kind of, like, a different situation, but, like, do you feel like you would sooner, like, move in with a partner, like, right away, or are you, like, the kind, like, now would you say that you want to, like, wait quite a while? Oh, my God, never. <laughs> You're, like, a waiter. Yeah, well, because this is the thing, is, like, I know that you are, like, oh, this makes sense financially, let's just fucking join forces. Um, No. <laughs> I like I I like commitment but I'm also very scared of it I like to be able to know that like this is my space and mm. you can go to your space if we're having a fight but like when we're living under the same roof always it's like there's no escaping it and maybe that's I don't know maybe that's like from my past I need an escape but like well and I wonder if it's also because like you don't like to deal with conflict as much oh yeah I do avoid conflict yeah that's true I just smile and go, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, like I, when Glenn and I first moved in together, um, I kicked him out, I think like three weeks later. And then uh, we moved back in together. And I, I, when we moved to Toronto, I originally wanted him to get his own apartment because uh, I wasn't ready. Mm. And then I realized that that was just crazy. And then obviously we moved in together and it was fine. Um, but yeah, I'm very like wary of mm. people moving in and I think because I also have this like need for people to be okay and so not that I think that people aren't okay without me but it just feels like I now have this responsibility to like make sure that their life continues to be as easy as it was when we were living together yeah if that makes sense so it's like I mean because like say somebody moved into my space now there's no way I'm moving out yeah. So it's like they would have to move out and then the burden becomes theirs to bear. And then I don't want to put that burden on them. So it's almost like when I ask and that's how it's been usually. And so 
if I like ask them to move in, it's so finite to me. It's like, okay, well, like this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life. (laughs) It's so funny that you look at it as like being finite for because like you're going to have to care for them and take the burden of them. I look at it as like, how am I going to take care of myself after this? Like, how am I Mm going to like move on kind of thing? Um, Which is funny because like really like aside from that first person I was living with, I wasn't like reliant upon anyone, Mm. like especially financially. Like I didn't, I I wasn't like a money borrower from like partners and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Like it's, but yeah, like I always worried like how, how I would deal with like moving out and like having to pack my shit and like get out of there kind of thing. Yeah. But with when Matt moved in, that was your place. Mm -hmm. And how long had you guys been dating before he moved in? so Matt when we first started dating I had talked about the fact that like I had moved in with partners really quickly um because like the first person I lived with we had been dating for like maybe it was like actually a month but like it I I think it was like closer to like two or three weeks and then the second person I lived with was like three weeks as well and um and we moved in and And the second person was like even knowing him yeah yeah (laughs) three weeks of knowing him yeah yeah (laughs) Um, yeah. And so I had, you know, Matt and I had like talked about some of our past relationships and stuff like that. Um, and damn, that was a long, long ass hair on me. Um, Matt and I had talked about some of our pre- pre- previous relationships and, uh, he had said to me, he was like, well, I'm not moving in with you until at least a year <laughs> and all this shit. And I was like, okay. Like I was completely content with that because like I loved my apartment and I was totally fine being there on my own. Um, and he was like adamant he would always bring it up that he wasn't going to move in like before a year and then uh I was in Mexico on a trip with my parents my family and um he messaged me saying that his lease was up in in April and he was like uh um he was like maybe maybe like when my lease is up like we can like look at like finding a place together or maybe like I can like come to your place or something like that and I was like oh really changing your tune here we are like (laughs) like okay um so he ended up moving in I think we've been dating about three months that's pretty long for you it is exceedingly (laughs) long. you held out but I mean the thing that was so funny is that like not only did we not last a year before moving in together he moved in with three months and we bought a fucking house before a year was up yeah I remember you calling me about that and I was like oh that's a thing but I mean it worked out I mean you're married yeah here we are (laughs) We, just, we figured we'd just continue on that trajectory. So we're having kids yeah. next week. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've actually been pregnant for nine months. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, do you feel like you took from the other two relationships and it made it easier to then move in with Matt? Or do you feel like you were continually learning or like... <sighs> Matt, Matt, Matt <laughs> is a whole other ballpark. I feel like I... From every relationship to the next, I felt like I, like, took things, learned from them, brought it to my next relationship, took things, learned from them, brought it to my next relationship again and again and again until I met Matt and I was like, okay, so we're starting from scratch (laughs) Um, because he was just such a different person in, like, every, every way. Like, how he communicated, how he, like, wanted his space to be, the fact that he wanted so much space. Like, he wanted, like, physical space from me kind of thing which like a lot of my other partners like that it was the exact opposite and so I was kind of just like really used to that um so Matt was really really different and then kind of like halfway through our relationship there was like a shift in him where like he then became more like how maybe I was in the beginning like he wanted more like physical closeness 
stuff like that. And I had become so used to the way that he was that now it was really hard for me to like give that up. I was like, Oh no. Like, like I, like, no, like I want to like spend my own time doing my own stuff, like being with my friends, like whatever kind of thing. And it was weird, like adapting to like find some kind of middle ground from that. Um, so I, I feel like I did take a little bit of like what I learned from my first time to my second time living with someone. Um, but yeah, Matt was like a whole other, whole other thing. And you were never embarrassed about like, so for me, because I've always been like very, um, hmm, like growing up, I wanted to be like the ideal woman. Do you know what I mean? I'm doing air quotations. Okay. So, um, like your legs are always shaved. Like you're always like soft skin. Your teeth are like perfect. Like all that kind of stuff. Like that was my ideal. That's what I wanted to show to Mm. people. And so I kind of tried to make that happen. And now I'm like, well, that's just not like fucking reasonable. I mean, I still try because it's like ingrained in me for life. Yeah. But, um, did you ever worry about any of that stuff? Like people seeing you with like, no, let's not talk about like makeup because I know obviously, but like your hair greasy or like your breast smelling bad in the morning or like, uh, I think what if f- you ate like bad Chinese? <laughs> I think my feelings like have generally been, um, it's an honor for you to be with me. Um, <laughs> like I, I don't know. I don't really feel that way because I, 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 hmm, how do I even explain this? Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. I, I guess that that hasn't been a big thing for me. Like, I'm sure there was times where, like, I obviously didn't want to, like, go take, like, a big runny dump around my partner <laughs> from bad Chinese. But, like, you know, like, I I, I don't I don't think that I worried about that as much because, like, I don't know why. Yeah. I guess because I thought I was pretty fucking cool. Well, you are pretty fucking cool. Thanks. You're welcome. It's proven true so far. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, too, like, I know that we kind of bring this back sometimes, but I wonder if it's different because you grew up with parents that were together as well. So you saw people cohabitating, whereas, like, I didn't. Well, and I think, too, um, growing, like, I know you I know you grew up with a brother as well, but, like, because I grew up with brothers <clears throat> and, like, our family was really close and stuff like that, like, I think I just, like, experienced a lot of, like, all that kind of shit. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't, like... I don't know, like, grossed out by, like, boy things. Because, like, I had to walk past my brother's smelly-ass fucking rooms every morning. Like, I, like stuff like that. Like, I was just like, Meh. But yeah. um, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think it's just not... I don't know. I, I just think my insecurities leaned in different directions. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily about um, pleasing a partner as much. And especially after that first person that I lived with, I was kind of, like, on the exact other side of, like... Like, I in that relationship all I wanted to do was like please him and like be enough for him kind of thing and then when that relationship was over I was like motherfucker you're gonna take me as I am and, and you're gonna be happy about it like yeah because I just was so um yeah so far on the other side of the scale yeah and I was like I'm not going back down that road mm-hmm. which so. is like all probably healthier maybe a little bit far leaning but I think that there's like a good middle ground yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that I'm waiting to find when you're living with a partner do you guys have like ground rules? Do you have things that you're like, this is things that I'm not flex on. This is how this is going to be. This is something we can discuss. Yeah. So I guess most of like that comes from my my last partner because we lived together for so long. Um, and as people know, if you've watched the podcast, I... <laughs> Cat spoons. <laughs> I have some things that like are, they're so important to me that 
they, I do feel like they are like obsessive tendencies um, that just can't be broken. Like it would actually like shatter me if they were broken. So um, yeah, I mean, those things my partner just basically has to be conscious of or else it's just not going to work. And it's just not going to work. Like, I'm, leave, I'm dead serious. Like it's like one time um, I had cleaners and they put the cat spoons into the dishwasher and I like, I genuinely thought about buying a new dishwasher. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm sure that you think that I'm kidding, but it was like an, like a, it gave me so much anxiety. Anyway, it's just like a respect thing. And so that's what I found through being in that relationship was if I've said it so many times, if you love somebody, you want to make them feel good. And if it doesn't like directly conflict with your morals or like what, what makes you happy, then why wouldn't you, I guess? Yeah. Um, so yeah, for me, it was basically just like all of my <laughs> outrageous obsessive tendencies that needed to be like taken care of. Um, and then, yeah, there's, there were a couple things I, cause I think it's so partner dependent, right? Like what bothers you? Yeah. Um, and, uh, for Glenn, something that really, really annoyed him was me. I would always come home and in both of our places together, we had, um, uh, like kitchen islands and I would come home and I would dump all my shit on the kitchen island. It was like, that was its place. And then he would try to like do anything and then he would have to like move all of my shit, like my purse, my keys, my sweater, like literally anything that I had was just on the kitchen island. And so I, I made like a conscious effort to like do that. But basically, no, I guess, um, I don't know. There's just certain things that I prefer not to do. And then there were certain things that like my other partners were okay with. Even like I lived with my other best friend, Jen, um, and she really didn't like taking out the garbage and I didn't like cleaning out the fridge. And so we would do, and I don't mind taking out the garbage. Um, and so I would take out the garbage all the time and she would clean out the fridge because it was just like, yeah. If it wasn't for Matt moving into my apartment, I don't know that the garbage would have been taken out, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) Like, I put things off for as long as humanly possible. I feel like as I'm getting, um, like, more organized and stuff like that, I guess, and taking, like, more pride in my space, I'm totally fine doing, like, every chore. Mm. Something I don't like doing is the litter box, but I do it anyway. Um, But cleaning cats... (laughs) like I look at cats and I like spend time with cats and I'm like I get it I clean a litter box and like literally all of those like positive experiences go out of my mind I'm like who the fuck smells a litter box and then it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this into my home long term I think can you attest for the fact that like you can't smell my litter box unless like I'm actually actively cleaning it I can't smell your litter box unless I'm cleaning it yeah because I remember the one time when you were in Cuba and I was watching um grunt and I cleaned your litter box and I was like (laughs) it was like brought back the worst fucking and like the first partner that I lived with Christ oh my god the first partner that I lived with didn't have a sense of smell and his cat my apartment eternally smelled like a fucking litter box and like it was so strong when I was trying to clean it that it would like literally like burn my fucking nostrils it was the worst thing in the world and like he would just never clean it and never clean it because he couldn't smell it obviously and then someone left a fucking note in our apartment I can't remember if I've talked about this in the podcast but I'm never gonna let it go yeah you haven't talked about on the podcast but you just told me this story recently disgusting and he um and he like wouldn't clean it like just like spite our neighbors basically and I'm like this is the worst like I'm living like I'm living in a literal shit box and like I like yeah it was disgusting like it's so bad that like your neighbors are leaving a note on your door saying like clean your fucking how it's fucking embarrassing (laughs) please kill me yeah but that's just like goes to show like that's like a perfect example of like how fucking like like shoot yourself in the own foot spiteful he was yeah 
Yeah. I, I do feel like I'm like a partner pleaser. Like if, I mean, as we figured out, like my, um, love language is like acts of service and quality time. But, um, I do try to do that. Like if somebody mentions something to me that they appreciate or that they maybe didn't like about, I don't really like it when people talk about what they didn't like about their past partner because it, it makes me feel insecure if I'm doing that or something. But, um, Mm. you know what I mean? Like if they bring up something, then I, if again, if it doesn't like conflict with me or like change who I am, then I'll just like do it basically. I don't know. Just because like I do, I don't know. I, I guess I care about people like, and like their experience. I think that there's things that I try my very best to be conscious of but there's some things like with like Matt because obviously like we're living together more long term and we're married now so we got to figure it out um (laughs) there's things that like are really important to Matt but I'm like I just don't know how much I can describe to you that this is not a priority to me yeah like I I'm going to try and be conscious of it but like I literally could not care less about this like you Mm -hmm. know what I mean but um but yeah yeah I don't know you, you you make it work that's how yeah that's how I felt about the fucking island thing I was like this means absolutely nothing to me mm-hmm. like I just move it out of the way when I'm trying to cook like why can't you do the same yeah but because it was important to him I fucking tried yeah put it beside the island and <laughs> yeah um what would you say you're like like if you knew then what you knew now what would you say you would like bring into like living with a partner uh less insecurity yeah that's probably reasonable yeah I would just um yeah I think I think the biggest thing about like even roommates in general is like communication Mm -hmm. and just being honest and upfront because that's the thing at the end of the day none of us are mind readers so if something's bothering you then say something and like have a conversation about it and as Sam knows like my conversations are very businesslike uh uh and yeah like if you don't say something it's going to continue happening and then you're gonna it's gonna breed resentment and stuff like that yeah so I think I think for a long time if things bothered me I would just like hold it in and then blow up but what I've kind of learned is just to be like very open and honest and have like a good like line of communication and also to be like kind like I keep saying like if you if you love somebody enough to have them move in then I mean you're kind of like accepting them into your into your space and into like your now like what's that called um like you a together home I guess yeah, not your yeah. home but like a together home um and yeah like compromise I'm still pretty bad at compromise um really not on small things but like on big things like I I won't change like yeah I won't change like big things such as like moving or um like my vision of my life Mm. you know what I mean like if it, if somebody had um a goal that directly conflicted with what my goals were I wouldn't change my goals yeah you that's know fair. yeah but I don't know but some people would like if if you they needed to like move or something for a job even if their job paid more I I don't think I would do it yeah you know what I mean yeah like I'm just not like that like I need but I mean other things yeah of course like hey man did you share food with your roommates yeah was it an issue ever um okay so my first not my first roommate my second roommate like once I moved back from Edmonton we had separate shelves so yeah we had separate shelves in the fridge and I couldn't touch her stuff and she couldn't touch my stuff same with the pantry she had a totally different cupboard than I did uh so we didn't share food at all and then Jen and I 
we did share food but I think that we also grocery shopped together I can't remember Mm. I'm pretty sure because I don't ever remember it being like a conversation like it wasn't a thing yeah um and like she would make me smoothies in the morning and I would make her drinks at night and stuff like that like it was a it was a way more um like mutually beneficial give and take yeah yeah and then um yeah with partners yeah we would go grocery shopping together and like try to like split the bill type of thing um not like down the middle like you owe me five dollars yeah but we would we would be like I'll go grocery shopping this week you go grocery shopping next week sort of thing um and actually we tried to get a credit card for that reason together this was something that a financial advisor uh suggested to me um and then you you just use the or the um credit card for groceries and we couldn't I wasn't old enough oh to get that type of credit card yeah oh my god how funny yeah it was weird but anyway what about you for fuck's sake I I didn't share groceries with my first um uh roommate roommate, yeah um and he was like the worst about it because like he would use my groceries sometimes and like I didn't really care but like I cared that he wouldn't replace them because I never fucking touched his groceries and if I did I would replace them like so he would like use like a little bit of my milk or like the last of my cheese or whatever but he'd be like yeah I like I needed some and I'd be like okay but you didn't fucking replace it bro like so there was certain things that like we I guess kind of share but not really um he would put like notes on his shit that said like don't eat this and then his name like as if (laughs) as if I didn't know it was fucking him like I'm like who else is using our fridge you fucking dumbass like Jesus obviously it's you um but like I I didn't eat a shit and he would like put a fucking cake in there and be like this is mine I'm like fucking clearly I obviously didn't buy myself a birthday cake (laughs) Jesus um but he was like really like passive aggressive about it and super weird um and then my next uh roommate I think we shared groceries but it wasn't really a thing and then Matt I do but like it's the worst because he just eats he'll eat the last of everything yeah not even the last the entirety of everything like I got cookies the other day and I was like listen dude this is like ridiculous and he's like well then like take yours and like put them in a different area and I'm like just contain yourself and he was like, he was like, but then like, I forget, like I forget about it. And I'm like, so there's 24 cookies in the pack. Count out 12. When you get to 11, you know that you need to stop. <laughs> like, Jesus, get it together. And he's still fucking, he was like, fine, I will, I will. And then he was like making jokes about it all week being like, hey, listen, do you want a cookie? You can have one out of my quota. No, yeah, yeah. Cause I asked, I was like, Sam, can I have one of those cookies? And Matt was like, yeah, you can. You can take it from my portion or whatever. And my he quota. still ate over his fucking quota. All that said, Jesus. <laughs> so like, there's things that like, I'll like put in different, like we have like a little mini fridge up in the podcast room. And I, like, have some things up here. And he'll, like, I see him coming up the podcast stairs every once in a while. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, just going to get a little Coke. And I'm like, no. I'm like, that's why it's up there. Because, like, you fucking just drink the entire fucking 24-pack. Jesus. I was actually bad for that with beer. Oh, you were a beer hog? Oh, my God. Glenn would, um, because I didn't like stopping. He, like, comes home. You're like, done drinking all the beer. There's, like, cans all over the <laughs> You're joking? But I'm not. That's not a joke. Because <laughs> I didn't like going to the liquor store because I walked home from work because it was super close. But he drove home from work um, when we were living in Toronto. And so he would stop on his way home and pick up the beer. So he was always buying the beer. And it just like worked out that way. Um, and yeah, I would fucking drink it. Like Glenn could have like one or like two beers and like be like he would stop. He didn't. He wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? He didn't have a yeah. problem. <laughs> whereas like I would just keep going yeah and it got to the point where I was like I can't I like I have to start like 
figuring out how to like hide this. Like I got to get more beer before he comes home and I got to make sure it's the same. You're like trying to crush all the cans. <laughs> I'm like Jesus Christ, I'm drinking all this guy's beer. Like he never brought it up or like mentioned it, but like you could see it in his eyes. Well, because like it, it wasn't in a way that he was like trying to shame me or anything like that. Like he was like fine, but he would be like, wow, we really went through that 24 case quick, huh? He'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Did you have friends over something? I don't know. Like, damn, I could fucking drink beer, man. Ugh. See, I'm so not, like, I'm really not, like, a binger of anything. Like, when I get groceries, like, if I get, like, juice, it's almost always going to go bad because I'm never going to drink that whole shit. Yeah. So, like, it's fine. Matt, like, drinks all of it, I know. But, like, it's just that, like, it's not... It's not that he'll have the last of it. It's not that he'll have most of it. He'll have all of it. All of it. And, like, I don't even get the chance to get to it because, like, I'm not that, like, crazy. But he just, like, fucking slams that shit back while he's, like, playing video games or whatever. He doesn't even notice what he's doing. Yeah. And then it's, and then the cookies are gone. That used to happen to me when I uh, would, like, meal prep. Mm. And then I would be, like, excited to come home for, like, my little dinner. And then, like, somebody had taken it to work. Oh, fuck. That would piss me right <laughs> off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'd be like, what the fuck happened to this? Oh, sorry. Like, I didn't know you wanted to eat it. Okay. I would be irate because, like, even the thought of meal prepping makes me want to fucking die. <laughs> so, like, if I went through the effort of actually, like, going grocery shopping, coming home, cutting up all that shit, cooking it, putting it into separate things, and, like, meal prepping, and someone else ate it, I'd be like, get out. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah well what about you what what do you sorry that went on a weird tangent it did um what do you wish you knew um I wish that I had known not known but like I, I wish that I had earlier um taken like more time for myself and my hobbies because mm. I now dedicate like way more time to like doing things that I want to do than I ever have and I regret that I didn't do that more when I was like younger because like I felt like I oh this is just like more of like me being like insecure as an artist but like I felt like I was like really um more creative when I was younger and I wish that I spent more time like committing um, you know, like any spare time I had to doing like art and this different stuff that I wanted to do as a hobby. Um, but I just did nothing because I was like always with my partner constantly. Yeah. Doing what they wanted to do sort of thing. So I didn't like, you know, do that as much. So I, I wish that I had spent more time on my own and just kind of allowed that space. But that kind of stuff made me really insecure. Like if a partner didn't want to spend every waking moment with me, I was like, but why? (laughs) Like, why don't you want me around? Why don't you want me to come to this thing? Like, and um, I, I think that's like the biggest thing for me because that that led to a lot of like, I think, resentment without me realizing it in other areas and um, also just tension because like it's hard being around someone like that that much. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's fun at first because you guys are all like, you know, like hunky dory. But like at some point you you do have to like live for yourself and like do the things that you want to do to work towards your career, or your hobbies or your friends, your family, whatever kind of thing. And it can just so easily become, like, so all-consuming. And I think that that's um, something that's, like, hard to balance when you're living together, for sure. Yeah. So that would be my biggest thing. Yeah. I have a problem with balance. Do you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, balance is, like, a really difficult thing 
just like regardless in any, yeah. in anything like with a partner without a partner it doesn't matter like yeah I think that especially like the way that our society is set up is like a really like all or nothing kind of thinking mm-hmm. like hustle hard you know yeah. um this is a whole other tangent but I think I think that's not uncommon yeah but hmm. there you go there we are that's it that's all she wrote about partners I mean guys. we could go on probably but oh for sure you want me to talk about the shit that I hate but Let we me crack my neck. But we can cut ties. We can cut ties here. With this. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your partner living experiences. Thank you. Well, and this is actually sorry. This is actually something people always ask us. Well, me anyway. Um, is what it's like living with you. But just once and for all, we live in completely different areas. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we we live together in the same home, but I have like my own suite. So it's completely different. It's like we do have our own. She has her own front door. Yeah. Like it's like I can't get to her house from my house. Yeah. So we don't share groceries, but well, we do. Yeah, yeah more or less. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's great. It's lit. It's never not happening. There you go. Yeah. Can you say it's never not happening? People think I'm the crazy one that wants to live together forever. <laughs> I'm just what? I, I think it would be um, desirable for us to continue to live side by side. Like I think loves it. I do. <laughs> I think the uh, the idea that we've had of like people are gonna be like, okay, so this is just like us <laughs> listening to you guys like be for pals. Um, but I think the idea of having like house side by side. Mm-hmm. We're rich in this fantasy, by the way, yeah. guys. House side by side, shared pool, separate hot tubs on the beach mountains behind us yes again we're very rich yeah i don't know how we got there we, that's what we need to figure out is we're how gonna, to get there it's certainly not through podcasting let me tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> donate to our gofundme for our mansions yeah <laughs> guys it's really important <laughs> anyway you guys thank you so much for listening i hope that you like uh like learned cool things about living with partners you know yeah no Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. It's just about learning about life, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, you guys, (laughs) thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.